A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish authorities. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Gospel of the Lord Pilate questions Jesus. Jesus testifies to the truth and questions Pilate, declaring, Anyone who belongs to the truth hears my voice. The word gospel means good news, and news requires that someone bring the news to us. We need to hear the news from someone else. There's a scene in the Passion when the soldiers come to arrest Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Someone grabs a sword and preemptively cuts off the ear of the servant of the high priest. It's only in Luke's Gospel that Jesus heals the man, restoring his ear. Jesus has spent his entire ministry giving people ears to hear. He's not about to start taking them off now. The symbolic import is that the beginning of violence is the end of dialogue. When the sword is drawn, combatants can no longer hear one another. Ears have to be restored for dialogue to happen and for violence to end. Jesus refuses the sword. He is committed to the word as the only form of interpersonal influence. If he belonged to this world... He would advocate fighting to secure his safety. Perhaps dialogue takes the place of force. David Bohm makes a distinction between discussion and dialogue. Discussion has the same root as percussion and concussion. It connotes a hitting against, where sounds do not blend, but where one wins out over another. Discussion can follow this form. Ideas are batted around, one or more are accepted by people, and many more are rejected. However, dialogue can be considered as a free flow of meaning between people in communication, in the sense of a stream that flows between banks. Jesus' preferred form of influence would seem to be more like the flow of shared meaning, where people come to a revelation of the truth together. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice, Jesus said. And Pilate asked Jesus, in a line that is omitted from today's reading, 
what is truth? The Greek word for truth literally means remember not to forget. In chapter 10 of John's Gospel, Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice. Israel's kings were often referred to as shepherds. So by identifying himself as the good shepherd, Jesus is showing what kind of king he will be. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. In this, Jesus does the will of the one who sent him. Jesus always hears the Father's voice, the voice which first spoke over the waters of the Jordan, naming him the beloved Son. In the fourth gospel, as the Passion begins, John tells us that during supper, Jesus, knowing that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table and began to wash the disciples' feet. When Jesus declares, My kingdom is not from this world, it is with that same understanding that he has come from God. Jesus' authority does not come from this world. He is proclaiming a kingdom that comes from God. This passage has often been used as kind of a proof text for Christians who would thoroughly separate religion from politics. Partly this confusion comes from the American separation of church and state. But if we were to bracket out a whole dimension of human life, insisting that God has no authority here, we would be denying God's power over us. Jesus is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and ruler of the kings of the earth. Acknowledging Jesus' kingship has everything to do with how we live out our earthly citizenship, how we work, pay, buy, sell, and vote. In the book of Daniel, we hear a line that was quoted last Sunday in Mark's Gospel. I saw one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He is standing before the Ancient One, who is God, and it is God who gives the Son of Man dominion, glory, and kingship that shall not pass away. Jesus uses this term, Son of Man, 81 times in the Gospel to speak about himself. The book of Daniel is written when the Israelites suffered under an oppressive, hostile, imperial regime, and it elicits dreams of liberation from all empires. The word son conveys a future dimension, pointing to the next generation or new generation. Thus, son of man could mean a new generation of humanity, or perhaps even a new kind of humanity, in the way that St. Paul spoke of a second Adam and a new humanity. Walter Wink wrote that the term Son of Man reveals a deep truth about God. God is human. It is the great error of humanity to believe that it is human. We are only fragmentarily human, fleetingly human, brokenly human. We see glimpses of our humanness. We can only dream of what a more human existence and political order would be like. 
but we have not yet arrived at true humanness. Only God is human, and we are made in God's image and likeness, which is to say, we are capable of becoming human. From the very beginning, God recognized that it is not good for us to be alone. In other words, we can only be human together. As Thomas Merton put it, the most basic natural law is to treat other people as if they were people, not to act as if I alone were a human and every other human were an animal or a piece of furniture. I must have at least enough compassion to realize that when they suffer, they feel somewhat as I do when I suffer. On this last Sunday of the church year, we are invited to hear the voice of the Christ inviting us into a new way of being human together. Christ, our King, as the book of Revelation reveals, who loves us, has freed us from our sins and made us into a kingdom, priest for his God and Father. We are called to become the kingdom of God on earth. On the day of our baptism, we were anointed priest, prophet, and king, and named beloved sons and daughters of God. Remember not to forget.